We're living through one of those changes that historians will mark the end of one era and mark the beginning of another. T-E-T-C. The end times continue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the End Times Continue recording on this, the 2nd of April. Well beyond April Fool's Day. I'm really glad we're not recording on April Fool's Day. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I would be tempted to do something, and that's mm-hmm. that's a little cringe. Like, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not a big fan of April Fool's Day. Um, I, I Like, the people who really go all out for it, I, I respect them. But I feel yes. like a lot of it is very... Uh, you know, uh, just not worth it. It's like, oh, here we go. You know, totally uh, unnecessary. Like, right. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, it just comes off as unnecessary and a little rude. Exactly. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So second, um, I am. Uh, if you're noticing a difference in audio quality, I'm on a road rig right now. I'm I'm on a trip, and so the. The recording situation is slightly different than... You're, you're currently on the road right now on top of an RV. Yes. Recording right now. Exactly. Yeah. That's what's happening. <laughs> so if you hear any, like, wind, that's... that's what... Yes. Um, no, I'm spending some time with some family. Uh, uh, my, my family were... My brother got back uh, from his time uh, in the service, and so... Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so I came back, and uh, I'm spending about a week... With my family before bar results come in, so. Oh yeah. So that'll be that'll that's just gearing up for for disappointment. <laughs> oh no, you did fine. Ah, oh, thank you. Um, you did great. So, what have you been up to? Oh god, I honestly, um, looking at honestly just the uh, entire news cycle the past like four or five days completely consumed my week. Yeah, uh, really. Well, I mean, we were um, we were complaining that nothing was happening. Yeah, which I guess yeah, was a and, mistake. Right. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just uh, and we'll obviously get into it into the, in the episode because it, it's one of those things where it's in your face. We can't not talk about it. We must. Right? Yeah. It, it's uh, it's so, yeah. choosing not to do so would ultimately be like it would ultimately just piss people off. Like that's how exactly. big it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I guess I guess we'll get into that. Um, so, the uh, the shooting that occurred mm-hmm. at the yeah. Christian school in Nashville. Yeah. A uh, a uh, an individual who was a trans man. Now, this was initially reported incorrectly. Um, mm-hmm. Initially, it was reported that the individual was a trans woman. But I have a feeling what the boomer who typed that meant to say was a a biological woman who was trans, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. So there's a the, that that occurred. Um. I'm sure I've got so much echo. I'm in a nook right now. I'm, I'm very self conscious about it. Um. Oh, you're fine. I, I can't hear it, and if I can't hear it, the listeners aren't allowed to hear it either. So it's oh, okay, there, good. They can't see it. Well, I'm glad yeah. that I'm glad it works like that. Um. Yeah. <laughs> So the, uh, the in any case the, the there was a, a shooting that there were um, something like I don't have the exact numbers I I did before and now I've forgotten them let me pull it up because it would be disrespectful of me to not um, mm-hmm. 
I want to at least get the numbers right. I believe there were uh, there were six killed, mm-hmm. and uh, the number of them, uh, was, I believe, two of them were teachers, and the rest of them were kids. If I'm not mistaken, that, that from my understanding, that's correct. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was a bunch of nine year olds. Mm. Ugh. And then yeah, uh, three adults. I'm mm-hmm. seeing three adults, all in their 60s, and then a bunch of nine-year-olds. So, this individual... Now, I, I want to talk about this first. I'm fucking pissed. Because every other time there's been a shooting that involved a manifesto, we've had the manifesto mm-hmm. overnight. Yeah, right. And this, they are, they are not releasing this manifesto. And there was, the early reports right. said there was a manifesto. If they turn around and start saying there's not, I don't believe them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm pissed about that. I I right, I want to read the goddamn thing. Yeah. Right. In a similar vein to that, um <laughs> the I had tweeted when somebody found the uh the shooter's fur affinity account. I had tweeted, I said, we know the Nashville shooter was a trans furry and we still don't have a motive for Steven Paddock. And then, oh, but you know, the next day, dude. (laughs) The next day. What was his motive? What was the the big shooter's motive? According to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, Steven Paddock's motive was he had lost a lot of money gambling. Oh! Makes perfect sense. You know, yeah, you just you know sometimes you just go you you go to Vegas you lose some money and you go kill a bunch of people. yeah you go you show up yeah. with fucking crates full of fucking military military hardware and shoot up a country music yeah. concert. I've definitely done that every time I've lost money gambling. Yeah, exactly. You definitely don't you know if you're mad about losing money you definitely go don't go in and you know uh, shoot up the actual uh, you know establishment. Yeah, no! Yeah, uh, you lost the money at. No, you don't go after the people who own the place. No, no. You go after a country music concert. Yeah, sure! Yeah! With gear that nobody who's not a fucking arms dealer should have access to. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you just you, you ever just lose some money and go on a killing? <laughs> yeah, I know that. Then, dude, against it, against people who have nothing to do with. I know it made me so mad. It was the next fucking day. I was like, they really yeah. want people to stop talking about this. They they and really, every, really every want comment that. I saw was like, really, uh, really. Oh, this nobody bought it. With? After six years, this is what you this is what you bring us. Oh yeah, yeah, six fucking years, dude. They've had yeah to investigate this thing. That, no, I don't know, dude. He probably lost some money. And there was the whole thing where, like, I mean, there was shit going on with that investigation, though, all the way back to... You remember oh, yeah. when they found uh, all of his... Guard. Oh, yeah, the security guard's uh, timeline changed about three different times before he landed yeah. on one the FBI liked. Um, fucking, uh, do you remember the, the they had said all his computers were destroyed, um, and then they said they found child porn on his hard drives, and then didn't they switch that on and say bro- it was his brother's hard drive? On his bro- Yeah, on his brother's hard drive. Yeah, and they said it was some. I I, th- I could be misremembering this, so do not take this as hard fact. But I could have sworn they said they found in um that and hold on, you look, broke up there. Could have sworn they said they found it where? Oh, sorry, I said um they said 
Yeah, I could, so I don't take this hard fact, but I could have sworn they said they found like two terabytes worth yes, of it they did. on his hard drive. Uh, and this is back in, uh, God, what was the year? Uh, it, it's And from what I understand, his computer wasn't exactly the state-of-the-art top line. No. Now, could he have had two terabytes? Is it possible? Sure. Uh, but that is a very large amount. Now, it, the reporting could have been wrong. It could have been like within his two terabytes of hard sure. drive or something, but even still, I'm, I'm nitpicking here. For the uh, time, I, I don't no, no, you're you're right. For the time, that's a lot of fucking storage. Six yeah. years ago, and it did, did, didn't they say it was a laptop? I, I thought they said it was a laptop. I yeah. thought six I years ago on a on a on a two on a two and a on a two and a half inch disc. <laughs> that's a fucking that's a massive fucking yeah. That's a lot of storage for a laptop six years ago. I mean, you could get yeah. it, but it's a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. But again, that's nitpicking. I don't believe the whole thing anyway, really. I don't believe no. the word they said about this story. No. Uh. No, that that whole thing, though, is a, is, is a, it's, it, it just blew my fucking mind. They immediately come out and say, yeah. the day after, they immediately come out and they're like, oh, also, Steven did it because he lost a lot of money gambling. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking boy. nonsense. That's something. That's something you say like a day after or something to like cover your ass. Or how would you not know that immediately? Right, right. Why did you? Why did it take you? If that was, if that's true, why did it take you six years to come to this conclusion? Absolutely (laughs) insane. But uh, yeah, so they did that immediately after the Nashville shooting happened, and this is one of the things that. Here's the thing. Well, why don't here's the thing. Why don't why don't you? Why, mm, I got thoughts. Why, why why don't you go first? What's your what's your? Of course, outside of as 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 we've had every time we've talked about a shooting. Of course, outside of sympathy for the victims and their families. Um, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts about this? Uh, about the the shooting itself, or about like sort of the response to it. Well, let's let's get to the response into... in a second. Okay. But let's let's talk about the shoot. What's your immediate response when you find out? Because I because I kind of want to walk through this a little bit. Um, because some of it may it might it might be. I mean, just in the in the interest of sort of brutal honesty, right? Um, mm-hmm. the the when you first hear trans shooter shoots up Christian school. mm Hmm. Like, what's your first response to that? What was your first response to that, I guess, is is the question. Well, I guess, it, like, and this might be going against what you just said, because you said, like, besides for, like, you know, sympathy. Uh, right, 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 right. And condolences for the victims. And my first instinct was, uh, you know, oh, fuck, you know, uh, another uh, school shooting. Terrible, um, terrible tragedy. Uh, yes. but, yeah, whenever I see it, just just for to harp on this for a moment, whenever I see these stories, it really like makes me sick to my stomach, like physically. Yes, uh, like I, I, it's it's hard for me to describe like the the anger I feel when I like like I don't know, dude. I, I don't know why, and I, I don't want to harp on this too long, but I don't know why there just are not armed guards in schools. No, like, that... I, like this whole. This whole thing about, like, the optics. We don't want the yeah. optics of it. Oh, forget the optics. Fucking like, optics is, of it? What the hell do they mean? This is, the, this is what blows me away about the fucking optics argument. This is how fuck... This uh-huh. is what makes me so mad about that. You've got school resource officers who have been caught multiple times... My family is drilling, actively drilling while I'm recording. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, they don't have to stop their lives. Um, the... the, 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 the uh, what was I saying? Fuck. Um, 
uh, oh, school resource officers. The optics of it. We have video now, multiple instances of school resource officers fucking body slamming students in the goddamn classrooms. Right. Like, what the fuck, what the fuck difference does it gun. make? Yeah. Exactly. What What the hell difference does it make, your fucking optics? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, you know, your optics to hell. But it's like, uh, who cares, really? Are you really going to say uh, that, oh, well, the, you know, uh, we the optics are bad, so we're just going to let uh, children be murdered, and then we're going to use their, right. their deaths as a political ploy to take people's guns who, who have never done anything. You know what they have in every place that's concerned about its security? I know, I'm, I'm like mm-hmm. I said, I, 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 I live in Houston. I live in Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. right? Not the safest city on the planet. You know, the people who care about the security of any particular establishment in that city, you know what they do? They hire armed security. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, what the like, fuck? No, right. Uh, you know, the idea that, oh, oh well, we just don't have the funds for that. Bullshit. Oh, like, yes. uh, of the amount of funds you're allocated every year, like, the school departments... Uh, bullshit. What's a security? What's a security guard make? Sixty k a year, seventy k a year. Right, and also uh, for that, uh, the school resource officers. You could merely upgrade. Well, I don't want to get you know. I don't know like the the bureaucracy and mechanics of this, but you could upgrade their status to be security guards. Do you know what I mean? You could arm sure. them. Well, uh, I mean, here's the and- thing: the the ones that are cops are armed. Like it's right, not like they're not right. armed, so I I've, I don't right. understand that ar- that side of the argument either. You know what I mean? It's like right. why do we want our? Yeah. We shouldn't have to have armed guards in school. You do. They're cops. They're, call, they're yeah, real cops. The yeah, you call the police. I I've seen videos of police being called on children in schools. So don't yes. tell me that well we don't want arms in schools. You call the cops on them sometimes. So don't give me this bullshit. Doesn't make any yeah. sense. Like. Yeah, and also, uh, you know, uh, the way the uh, the Nashville uh, police did respond in here was a stark contrast. You knew, Uvalde. you know that Uvalde played stark. into it. Like, like yes. Uvalde oh, had to have played into the because this response was fucking textbook mm-hmm. quick. Fucking get in, right. put them down. Like it was, it yes. was absolutely it flawless. Flawless. I, yeah. I have no problem complimenting the police on the yeah. job they did in this Absolutely. situation. Yeah, yeah. If I'm going to shit on the police all the time, I'll, I'll I'll give them you know I'll give them props when I think that those pe- the people who are cops do a good thing. So, they, yes, did, they did a good job in this instance. They absolutely yeah. did. Now it's a shame that it had to be a, a like a private Christian school as opposed to you know all the poor Mexicans in Ovalde, but whatever. <laughs> like like it's kind of a, there's a bit of a stark difference there, right? Um, sure. But but even outside of that fact, I, was, I mean, you, you got to give the devil his due, man. The cops did a really mm-hmm. really fucking good job handling this. They did it as yep. they should, um, and I have no no I, I no compunction about congratulating them on a job fucking well done, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Uh, because that's the kind uh, of response that you want in that situation. Yeah. So yeah, I guess to like circle back and answer the question more succinctly, I guess my first response outside of like, you know, the immediate raw emotions from it, you know, I, I guess it would probably be like, why isn't there armed security in schools? Yeah. I don't understand. Uh, and that's kind of been my consistent thought, like, every time one of these things happen. Yeah. Like, why? Like, like, yeah, you know, I'm not saying that 
the armed security going to stop it? Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm not making a claim that armed security are able to stop every school shooter. No, but uh, you, what you but can it's do... certainly better than not. I mean, it, it, <laughs> absolutely. And it was and it was sort of proved out. There's the... Um, Dickon was his last name. I forget his first name. But he was a guy who was in a mall in Indiana. He was carrying. And there was a guy who was going to commit a mass shooting in the mall. And... Uh, Dickon fired uh, eight shots, hit seven from, mm-hmm. I believe it was 30 feet, 25 feet maybe. Um, and people have mm-hmm. turned that event now into a drill. It's called a Dickon drill. And people will actually... Oh, was this at the mall? Was yes. The mall? Yeah, the, 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 oh, yeah. yeah, no. He had a handgun, right? Yes, he had a handgun. Yeah, it was, I think he was like forty meters out or something. Like yeah, that, like it, he, it was. Out. It wasn't a short it was shot. It wasn't like you know people practice their pistol shooting at an indoor range and they'll do it at like ten feet. And it's like, nah, man. Like if you're if you're if you're engaging, it's at way a way longer uh-huh. distance than ten fucking feet. Like you really got to push that target right. out and get good. Right. Um. It, but he did, and he did a, a wonderful job. He was commended by everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody shit on him. Um. The police even said uh, he has no training. He was just an armed citizen who did a really good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and so he, but but that kind of we know that that works. You can stop what would be a mass shooting in its tracks with enough uh, people who can shoot around. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And it just it boggles my mind, like. It seems like the most obvious thing to me is that, oh, yeah, put armed security in schools 24-7 or when schools are, you know, in session. Um, and just I, I don't see the argument against this besides optics. And it's like, fuck your optics. I don't care. I it's care more because... about, you know, children not being shot than I do about, oh, you know, it sends a, a really bad vibe or something to have. Armed because security. I think the primary motivator of people against it is not that they're not interested in, um, it, it's not, it's not that it's the optics. I think optics is, is a sort of excuse that they use. And, if, and I'm, 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 mm. I'm abandoning the general assumption I approach these things with that people are being honest when they talk like, like, cause you have to assume that otherwise anything could mean anything. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think when people right. make that argument, what it is, is it's anti-gun people who do not want to fall into uh, giving ground to those who say oh, that having more guns around could actually argument. be better. Right. 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 Yeah. No, that's, that's probably true. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's you know what point. I mean? Like, like that's cause that's yep. the only thing that really makes sense when they make that, that argument. Right. But I asked that question, I asked that question in part to, to, to sort of get to, to some extent, the response that people had to it, because my initial response, of course, outside of dismay at the, that the event having happened at all, my initial response to it is fucking, of course, of course, of course, of, of course, of course, this happened this way. Um, it, it's the kind of thing where I'm just like, and, and this is make no mistake. I, I do not. I'm not making excuses for what evil people do. Right. Mm-hmm. That that the, the, right. anyone who goes out and kills innocent kids, a fucking evil person. I don't give a fuck. Like that's like, that, there's right. no excuse for it. There's no ex- there's nothing. There's nothing there. But I will say I was, to some extent, unsurprised. Because given the way that the culture war stuff has heated up, 
and the mm-hmm. way that people are talking in their own circles. I mean, because here's the thing. You, you and I, yes. we both hang out in these anarchist circles and stuff. And we can't say, I mean, if you look right. back at COVID, right? You look back at the period of time that was COVID. I mean, you can't say, I don't think you can look at what was being said in those circles and say that we were not gassing each other up to kill some fucking politicians. We absolutely were. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. There's always some, like, you know, jockeying going on about, like, you know, who's going to put, you know, who's going to get closest to having the best Fed post or closest to a yes. Fed post out there. You know, yes. there's always that, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. And so so to me, my my kind of response to that was when I first kind of got solved of the facts around it. My first kind of reaction was like, yeah, of course it happened this way. Right. Because with the way that the again, culture war again, has been heating up and, and do what? No, I just want to reiterate what you said earlier. Uh, us going into the possible motivations of the shooter is not justifying the shooter's actions. No. I, I feel I trust our audience enough to be smart enough to realize that, but I just want to, you know, double down on that. Like, you know, uh, we'll, you know, it was it's like the whole, you know, you um, looking into why Bin Laden staged uh, 9-11 exactly. is not a justification of 9-11. Yes, so I, that is yeah, exactly right. You can you can understand why Bin Laden did what he did without thinking what he did was right or justified. Right. Understanding is not agreement. Uh, they're not the yes. same. Yes. 100%. <laughs> it's, 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 it's good to reiterate that point. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, this was always going to happen this way. Because one of, one of the kind of thing that you see, and I think you see this too with, for example, there was the guy who, I don't know if, I don't know if you remember this event, but a few years ago, uh, or maybe a couple of years ago at this point, there was a guy who was a Boogaloo boy, right? Mm. Back before that meme was dead. Um, and in fact, he was instrumental in killing the fucking meme because he went and he shot a couple of cops that were just sitting in their patrol car. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the kind of thing that when you have some of these communities that gas each other up about this shit. Yes. They're not gassing each other up to go make an actual go well to go do a January 6th, but for real. <laughs> right. Like they're not gassing each other up for that. They're gassing each other up to go after soft targets. Right. So it, because that's what's gonna get hit is a soft target. No one's gonna go on a fucking suicide run into the fucking capital. It's not gonna happen. Right. Um, or at least not until things are really popping off. Mm-hmm. So so to me, my my initial reaction to it was, oh fucking course. Of course. Because you know that you've had um, certain people on the activist left, especially with regard to the LGBT sort of activist left. And I'll tell you what, I, I think there's a certain part of me that kind of agrees with the, uh, as, as boomery and sort of conservative as they are, that kind of agrees with the gays against groomers sort of side of it, where it's like, no, we're, we're not, the trans activism is its own thing versus the LGBT, whatever, like the whole, the rest of that crew, it, it kind of has its own flavor, but we do. And I, I like some of these people that the, the arm trans people and stuff like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, it's a hop, skip and a jump from the people who say that with which I agree to the people who are talking about actually committing violence against people, not just having guns for defensive reasons, right? but to, in order to actually commit proactive violence against others. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm sure we've both seen the accounts that, that talk about that. Oh, sure. And so it, it goes down further than that. There's going to be more people than just that one account in that community, right? It doesn't have to be a whole lot, but if you have 10 people on an image board like 4chan gassing each other up, you've seen what can result right. from that, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, it's... It, it's no, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. It's very... Da- no, no, I was just going to say, it's very dangerous to, like, be so insulated in an echo chamber where, like, yeah. you are so sure of your, the, you know the outgroup's uh, evil, uh, right? And you're so sure of your own in-group's righteousness that, you know, any action taken against your supposed outgroup is therefore justified. Um, Once you reach that stage, you've kind of reached the boiling point, uh, and it's very hard to, like, turn around from that. It's really, really hard to turn around from that. I mean, it's why the... I mean, that's why the... uh, Was it the the Christchurch shooter? Was, Was that the one whose manifesto was just all memes? It was all just like poll memes, basically. Um, I believe that was the one. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, you know, people gas each other up in these insular communities. But but mm-hmm. what the, the the reason that I bring up the, that idea of like the first response or whatever is because I think my first response matched the first response of a lot of the people who were probably going to be shitting on today. I think my first response was very similar to their first response. Which was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course it was some fucking, some trans activist or trans whatever who who went and decided to shoot up a Christian school. Of course. Of course that's how this happened. Mm -hmm. I think the difference, though, is that you can allow that to be a thought-terminating sort of reaction. Or you can sort of... Take that as a given, right? You can, because this is this is one of the things, and I think I'm kind of working through some of this reaction live, actually, right now. But you can, you can, you can allow that to be thought terminating, and you can say, okay, well then, let's fucking disarm the trannies. Let's just do that. Let's just right. do fucking that. You know what I mean? Mm, right. Or you can say, yeah, but so what? So what does it mean? What What does this imply? What happens next? How do you handle it? Like, you, you can keep going, or you can stop at, yeah, so, of course, of course, some, some troon decided to shoot up a Christian school, so let's just disarm the troons. Let's just do that. <laughs> right. I mean, that, that, to me, has been the reaction of a lot of people. And I know oh, you've, yes. you've seen it. What are some of the, what, okay, and I know that you've spoken to them a little more than I have. What seems to be the take among the people who are arguing, and there is a number of these people, uh, a paint shoot repeat, uh, paint shoot, what's it, what's he called now? Yes, I forget. Magnus. Magnus but what's or, his new one? Paint, uh, uh, print paint shoot. No. Print uh, paint, paint shoot. Print shoot. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I can't remember. It's changed now and it's bothering me. Um, Magnus. I know it is. I sometimes I get them backwards because yeah. I have a terrible memory, but yeah, yeah. Magnus has a running thread of right wingers, right wing personalities, yes. like people with a following who are calling for basically red flagging anyone who's trans. Yes. So let's Correct. not, let's get past the idea that no one's claiming this because many, many people with, with audiences are. <laughs> Yeah, um, Ben Shapiro. Uh, yes, Ben Shapiro for <laughs> fucking example. Yeah. Let's not, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's not pretend that these are just, you know, outward, like marginalized right wingers doing this. Uh, right. It's, it's, it's a lot of people on the right. So what have you seen of their argument? What have you seen okay, of their take? Well, well, the classic one is, well, these people are mentally ill. Let's disarm them. 
Uh, yeah. That is I've the, seen that, that a is lot. by far to me uh, the most uh, like all encompassing uh, that I've seen from is is that argument. Well, um, I mean, I, I mean, known the most. Here's the thing: there there are some. I know there are some people who listen to the show that might be a little bit sort of uh, uh, who might sort of agree with that to some extent. Mm-hmm. Let me say this: I'm mentally ill. Yeah, I'm. I'm. And I'm, I, by by uh, you know. Uh, mo- by most, most modern standards, like the DSM five. Oh, mo- sure. A lot of people are mentally. Oh, ill yeah. I mean, if you go by that, we both are. I mean, we both have ODD, yeah. right? Yes, exactly, exactly. I was just saying how easy it would be to strike ODD on on the, oh, anyone yeah. practically any conservative. Easy strike, easy, easy, hundred percent. But it's not just that either. Like I'm actually, I take a a a sort of middling dose of an SSRI mm-hmm. because I have. An anxiety disorder resulting yeah. from complex, uh, complex, um, CPSD. It's, uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's like PTSD, but it doesn't refer to a single event. It refers to a series of events. Um, mm. and so I'm, as a result of that, I have tremendous, tremendous anxiety, especially social anxiety. And uh, I've had to develop coping skills to deal with that. I've had to develop certain things to deal with that. I can go out and talk to people and, and have conversations with strangers and network and all that other stuff that people are supposed to do if they're quote-unquote normal. But I, I, I do have this, and I am medicated as a result. I do take a low dose of an SSRI for the anxiety that results from that issue. Right. If you think, if you think for a moment... That the standard of mentally ill so disarm them wouldn't apply to me. You're crazy. So if you, what I'm saying that for is to, if you have some sort of appreciation for that take and you also listen to the show and like us, just know that what you're supporting would have me disarmed too. Yeah. Right. And yeah. And we're, we're also talking about the very same people who believe uh, also widely and correctly. I think that COVID policies targeted specific people or ideas in regards to lockdown. Oh yeah. Um, it, it was a way for the government. It was an excuse for the government, uh, to kind of test the waters in some sense to kind of see how far can they actually push things and how far will people go along with yeah. it? Um, and you, you, you want the same organization to determine who is mentally ill. Um, that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's uh. not great. I mean, look at what happened. I mean, just for I mean, on that on that same note, look at what happened in Canada. Um, you oh, had yeah. people who were part of the truckers' convoy. Yeah, who had their bank accounts taken from them. Yeah, absolutely. Because they protested. I mean, these were not violent people. I mean, here's the thing: people want to. I mean, it seems to me that the 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 Canadian left. Wants mm-hmm. to sort of recast the trucker convoy as if it were the riots that happened during the Summer of Love after George Floyd. Right, right. And yeah, yeah. it was not at all. It was a bunch of people honking in downtown fucking Vancouver. Yeah, right. And yeah, I, so, oh my God. The whole, like, okay, just, I'm not surprised, you know, it's one of those, right, I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised that yes. the, the right wing is uh, jumping on this train, but it is very, like, you know, here's the thing, obviously, 
I I don't believe anyone should have their guns taken away unless you're like actively about to shoot someone or something. You know what I mean? I mean, even uh, if you in, in that, even if you look at it, if you go to any random right winger and just ask, like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, uh, let me ask you a quick question. Um, do you think that we don't know everything there is to know about the Kennedy assassination? <laughs> right. You think there might be a little more to the Kennedy assassination? And somebody says, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, you're paranoid. You're a paranoiac, and you're, right. you, you are now being diagnosed and are taking your guns. Like, it's not, it, it's not difficult. It's not even a slippery slope. It's the standard you are setting in your language. I just want, these people, <laughs> I just want them to read the DSM-5. Yeah. Just read, please. Look, and in fact, do that and compare it to the previous iterations. Oh, yes. I want you to read that and see the expansive nature uh, and how how many things are now considered a mental illness or disorder. Um, and and just, just read it. Just give it a glance. I promise you, you'll probably find something on there, some propensity you have within yourself that probably aligns with some type of disorder 100%. in that book. Absolutely. I, like, the, um, the, the entire, and, and, and you know... I'm, I obviously anyone losing, you know, anyone like uh, any, you know, not aggressive person like losing their guns is unjustified. But I'm really losing my sympathy uh, for people who constantly advocate for gun, you know, for like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, go take their guns. And then one day their guns get taken. It's still unjustified. I'm still opposed to it. But like the energy I have to speak out for them is growing. There's a bit of a you know uh, there's I'm a saying? bit of a you <laughs> made your bed type of thing going on with that. Yes. Where it's like, yeah. look, honestly, I thought of that. I thought about that the same way as when um, kind of what you're describing was sort of what I felt when uh, James Gunn got dumped from Marvel. When it was like for for those old jokes that he made when he was working at Troma. Uh-huh. I mean, if you know anything about right. about movies, fucking trauma. Yeah, he was making some fucking some unsavory jokes on Twitter. Right. <laughs> um, but then when they turned around and the right got him canceled, I kind of had the same feeling where it's just like, well, look, I don't. I mean, this is the wrong thing to do, but also mm-hmm. y- you sort of made your bed. <laughs> like, right. It's just, I, I, I'm always, you know, I'm always wondering, like the day if when the day will come when conservatives will not feed the lion that will bite their face off uh you know oh man <laughs> like, I, I don't think it happens i don't think it happens either yeah, way either I like i don't think it happens until their face gets bitten off by the lion right uh, you know not until something like that happens widespread which you know i don't want to happen but I, I just don't see anything changing until it does i don't either it's one of the things that and look i feel i feel like I feel like this. I, I, I feel like I got to be upfront about stuff. B- because people, I, I don't want people to not understand where I'm coming from talking mm-hmm. about this. And I say me and I because I don't want to rope you in with this because I don't know if you agree with me on what I'm going to say. Um, and you don't certainly don't have to. But I will say for me, I have disagreed broadly. With the sort of, um, I have disagreed broadly with the narrative and with the goals of activist trans people for many years. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I disagree broadly with their 
notions of what uh, transitioning means, what it is, what it does. I disagree with what they would like to, the public to believe about its consequences. I disagree with them about their positions on reality, on the idea that... Uh, like the, like the whole trans women are women thing. It's like, well, I mean, sure, socially we can pretend that, but, I mean, there's a reality under the surface that, that we shouldn't ignore, and shouldn't ignore certainly in favor of things like gender-segregated sports and things like that, 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 that have bothered me um, about what they do. I've been bothered by their propensity to target children. Um, and, and do what they call in their small insular communities. Uh, and I should say small, because again, this is, this does not encompass the entirety of trans people. It's a tra- yeah. it's the trans I, activists in particular who do I, this. I think there's always a, uh, and this is, you know, a general statement on my part, but I, I, I can't, and I can't, uh, you know, back this up with any statistics, but from my own anecdotal experience, Activists are always the worst people in any movement. Yep. Uh, yes. In, of of um, any group, the almost. ones that are the most militant are the biggest assholes. I will attest to that yeah. as an anarchist who's relatively militant. I'm not the most militant, well, but I'm relatively no, I, I militant, even, and I'm one of the bigger assholes. I even, <laughs> right. I, I'm not, like, roping, like, uh, you into that in the sense that, you know, I'm not talking about, like, anarchists who are, like, very, like, outspoken. I'm talking about the people, when I say activists, I'm more talking about of the political activist type of the people who like, oh, sure. specifically are petitioning for some, uh, you know, um, political policy, let's say, or right. something like that. And I guess, you know, you could say some anarchists are, too, in the way that they're uh, advocating certain sure, policy sure. positions. But, but certainly we're advocating more uh, the removal of policy than right. uh, it's uh, other anarchists. It's a slight difference. <laughs> yeah, maybe consistent there, but I, think, I do think there is a difference. Uh, uh, but most, like, political activist uh, types, I think, are just the worst. Yeah. And, and I've, I've, and look, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those guys who, I mean, people know from, uh, from like other shows and other stuff I've said, like, I, I spend time on Kiwi farms and I spend time on these places that really hate these people. And it's like, eh, some of those people are a little nuts too. But it's the kind of thing where, you know, when, when a, when a community of, of people on Reddit, when a community of trans activists on Reddit describes convincing a teenager to go on HRT mm-hmm. as cracking an egg. Right. It's a little culty. Yeah. yeah I don't like very it. Very manipulative. Yeah. yeah I right. don't, I really fucking don't like it. So, so I want to be clear to people that I'm, I'm not, I'm not coming this from the position of, uh, you know, all, all these trans people are angels and perfect. And other, no, not at all. I do have issues. I have my own issues with, you know, drag queen story hour and stuff like that, right? I just think policy is right. not the answer to those problems. Um, right. But I, I do really, 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 really want to caution people with the idea that you can just then decide, all right, because one trans person, because one of these assholes decided to shoot up a school we must disarm all of them. Right. And, and it's also like, you know, if there's some shooter and uh, they, they go to the shooter's house and they find a Gatson flag, fl- uh, you know, flying on his wall exactly. or something like that. Uh, well, therefore, what are, are we going to take? Uh, is it then acceptable to take guns away from right wingers and libertarians? Well, how long uh, has it been the narrative? Like- I, I agree. How long has it been the narrative that all the mass shootings are done by white men? 
Right. Exactly. So, and also, so what are you, you know, going to do? And here's the thing. Actors. Statistically, that's right. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And not only that, but um, they could very easily say that racism is a, a mental disorder and and then say that, oh, well, look, all these shootings were um, done by, you know, bigoted racists. And therefore, um, look at the people feeding this racism. It's obviously, you know, the right wing. And therefore, there were a hop, were a hop skip and a jump away, therefore, from taking guns away from the right in, entirely. Dude, there you go. I mean, think that's, about the I, terminology yeah. that's used. Transphobia, homophobia. Right. These are, these are, this is not neutral language. This is diagnostic language. Yes. And, and if you think you don't fall into that, you're crazy. Right. <laughs> like you're, you are, are, are diagnosable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so, and also like, like the whole thing, right. About like, uh, th- this is often what I see. And this often like, so I consider myself like a very individualist person. Right. So oh, yeah. when I see people engaging in like uh, methodologically, I mean, uh, it, well, in a lot of other ways too, but specifically speaking about me- uh, methodology here, um, um, when we're talking about like discovering like uh, what is going on in a certain situation or what's going on, you know, here, um, or about this shooting in particular, and I see a bunch of people on the right talk about disarming uh, trans people entirely. Um, it, it always boggles my mind how people can just like look at a certain a, a look at a certain person. Yep. Um, take a couple of characteristics that person had, jumble them into a blender, and then say, "All right." All, all of this, the contents of this, um, anything like this, we're now going to take. Uh, we're now going to institute policy against the things that share this characteristic. I mean, this is part right. of the thing too. It's like it's it's a lack of. There's this internal consistency that's missing too. Where you're, it's like, I mean, okay, so so uh, asshole conversions like me have been saying forever that it's like stop making your gender expression and your sexuality your entire personality. It's boring, right? And nobody Absolutely. likes you. Like, stop doing that. <laughs> But if if that's going to be your take, then how can you then not turn around and 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 accept the fact that that a person's a whole person and that like their gender or their se- their gender expression or their sexuality does not define them? Right. I mean, it's the kind of thing where it's like I, I'm I am I am I have advocated for people to not be so goddamn boring, such that their entire personality is made up of. Do what? Do not make your personality one thing. Do right. not let your personality be like one single thing. Please, I'm begging you. Right, and it must. So, so I, I feel that I must then understand that these people are individuals with individual interests and ideas and thoughts and and lives right. of their own. But and also when you like when the left calls a, a bunch of group uh, like a, a certain group racist like white men let's say right when the left goes on this tangent about how you know white men are racist and white men are murderers because look at statistically uh, white men uh, as you said uh, a lot of mass shootings in schools are done by uh, you know yeah it's white guys white sixteen year olds you know just generalizing um, so uh, given that right. Uh, can we then say, oh, well, therefore, and, you know, uh, by the same standard, we can just say, all right, well, I guess, you know, if, if we're going to disarm uh, trans people, if, you, if you're down for that, then I don't see you have any retort to the left's attack against white people, white men uh, taking their guns. Because you're using the exact well, same framework. It seems that their argument, based on what they've said recently, it seems their argument would be, well, I don't have a mental disorder, to which I would say, yeah, you do. You just don't know <laughs> it. 
You have you have a mental disorder if the uh, powers that be say you have a mental exactly. disorder. Exactly. That's how this works, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry to break the news to you. Uh, the D- DSM-5, the manual, uh, in the original DSM, um, the military had, for one, also the fun fact, the military had pretty good involvement uh, in design. Signing that document. Yeah. Um, and the, do you know uh, the basis for mental illness in this country, um, based on the DSM, um, is a and an in um, how do I put this correctly? Um, an inability or um, uh, difficulty in um, essentially conforming to societal norms and standards. Yes. That is the very basis of mental illness. That is the the yardstick that is checked against. Uh, in order to determine if someone is actually ill. So, and I'm not saying that, you know, when I when I say this, I'm not trying to tell people that there is neurological difference between any person, right? I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is the classifications and designations are extremely relative. Extremely relative. Yes, and they're uh, relative to what, whatever what people say the social expectation is. is. That's right, exactly. It changes based on the social expectation because it's ba- it's relative to the societal standards themselves. Um, if we lived in a different society in a different time, many things now that are mental illness might not be mental illness, and many things are in the future might not be considered mental illness now. And that's not because, you know... Uh, oh, well, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't... Really I, genuinely... Depending on the time and place, you wouldn't be a schizophrenic, you'd be an oracle. Like, there's, right. a, like, there's exactly. a difference in the way yes. that people are treated. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So to say these things are just like uh, so cut and dry and, you know, oh, well, you know, that this appeal to mental illness, it's like they're appealing to something that they feel is almost like, oh, well, yeah, we can obviously tell who is mentally ill and who isn't. And, you know, on the margin, sure, you know, some person, you know, running around in a bunny suit uh, with a baseball bat with nails sticking out. Yeah, you might say he's crazy. Yeah, he's probably, you know, pretty off his rock. Yeah, it might be a little, so might be a little unstable at the very really least. Point. Yeah, yeah. We can always point to you know cases on the margins as obvious red flags and say, oh well, yeah, and, and you know, and obviously say, oh well, he he's obviously off his rocker a little bit. Uh, but but it's very hard. It, it gets much harder when you're actually talking about people in in like the average in the, in the mean. You know? Yeah. Um, the most people in like in there who are uh, technically mentally ill might not you might not have any like physical signs of that mental illness in their day actions. So it's very, very dangerous to go down this road. Extremely. Like this is if there is a Pandora's box, this would be it. Uh for gun control. Yeah, um <laughs> Absolutely. And I, yeah, it it boggles my mind how people can uh I mean the, the, we could go on a larger tangent about mental illness in general, but I don't want to do that here on this episode. But if you look into, like, the history of mental illness and political connections of, like, uh, mental health facilities or asylums, I should say, yes. um, you quickly realize how, how much mental has always been a political weapon uh, in this country. Oh, it yes. It's not, like, it, it's not something that, oh, yeah, we're just, you know, there is this objective standard we can appeal to to determine what is mental illness in all scenarios, who is objectively uh, it, it doesn't quite work like that. And while we can always point to outliers and say, oh, well, that person certainly seems office rocker and crazy. It's, you know, the margin doesn't make the norm usually. So yeah. uh, that's why it's the outlier. 
Um, so all the people in the middle, uh, yeah, it's very hard to actually come up with an actual conclusion to say, oh, yeah, that person's objective mentally person's objective mentally ill. Yeah. No, it's always the powers that be determining what is and what is or isn't, quote, a mental illness country. And it's always used for political purposes. And here's the thing. Like, and again, I, I, I want to be, I agree with everything, everything you've said. And I want to be very clear to the more socially conservative among the people who listen to the show. I actively agree that gender dysphoria is a mental illness. I do. I, I really do agree with that. It does not justify stripping those people of their rights. Right. It doesn't. It can't. Because the, 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 the mere existence of mental illness in an individual cannot justify stripping them of their rights. If, if, uh, if mental illness is enough to re- justify restricting people's rights or removing them, uh, then most people in the world do not have rights. Yeah, absolutely, or shouldn't. Right, or like by the DSM five standards, at least. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, most people by that standard, and that is the standard. Make no mistake. Uh, uh, then most people are going to be stripped of their rights. Yeah. Under the stand- under well, the even standard by of, more, uh, you know, using uh, stripping. Even by more objective standards, let's let's take the DSM five out of it. Let's say let's say people that you and I might both agree are are clearly mentally ill, right? Like somebody who um, somebody who suffers from like actual bipolar disorder, for example. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that that I, I mean I, I shouldn't say that. I I personally think bipolar disorder exists, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that there are people who suffer from it. And I know people who are well-managed patients with with bipolar disorder who are on a regimen, who have uh, coping strategies, who have uh, uh, who have um, the the self knowledge to to maintain some idea of whether they're feeling symptoms or not. Um, Mm -hmm. Like people who live their lives with these diseases. And their, um, their status, I should say, I guess, as a person with this mental illness, to me, does not automatically mean that they shouldn't be allowed to have rights. I mean, these people are very, I mean, people are very well managed, people who wouldn't hurt a fly. I mean, in a very, I mean, to use the cliche, right? Right. Um... I, I it it is a well you described it earlier as a Pandora's box and it is it's absolutely a Pandora's mm-hmm. box that that should not be opened for anything even if you're pissed about the trannies you 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 cannot open that box. <laughs> uh, it, it's also like there's so many times where you know you look at these issues and and you just see like okay at least for me okay so I come from like a more conservative background. Uh, I, I, I was, my, my family is uh, conservative, but uh, like, and I'm always, I always have this hope that whenever something like this happens, like, okay, just, 
you know, don't give in to your tribalistic instincts this one time and be on the good yep, side of yep. things. And it's always like, oh, no. And I'm not saying, obviously, the left does this all the time, so I'm not ex- being exclusionary here. Uh, right. But, like, I, I'm just speaking from my own personal expe- uh, perspective growing up. And it's always like, oh, please, d- don't do this. Please don't, don't do this. Again. Please don't disappoint <laughs> yeah. me on this one thing. Yeah. Please, just this one yeah. thing. Don't disappoint <laughs> me on this. And it's like, uh, no. yes. <laughs> Right, nope. exactly. A full steam head into a retard bill. Well, how uh, often have we been talking yeah. about the idea of like modern conservatism? Uh, I shouldn't say that. I should say culture warrior conservatism, right? Yeah. Um, being short run thinking on fucking steroids. Oh, absolutely. Like, like yeah. it, it, there, yeah. there is there is no no concept of what happens five years later in right. In like culture warrior conservatism, it doesn't it doesn't fucking right. exist. <laughs> they, they they have no they have no uh, notion of the dominoes that they're asking, begging to be knocked down. Right, and and also if they feel like dis uh, advocating for disarmament for a certain group of people who already feel like they're being targeted is going to lessen tensions and it's going to uh, you know uh, make them feel like oh well I was wrong about this you're insane. Um, right. Generally, the response from conservatives to any attempt to disarm people has been, if someone yeah. wants to disarm you, that means they mean to do you harm. Exactly. So, uh, you know, the whole thing and like you know, for listeners, no matter where you come down on like, you know, the trans genocide, uh, because that's been a topic recently. Oh, yeah, um, that's been that, that, that bubbled up, too. We should talk about that a little bit a little bit later on. Yeah. Yeah, but but basically, like, okay, let, let's just argue. Let, let's for the moment, let's just say, all right, uh, there's a there's a group of people, a, a certain subsection of, of trans people who believe that they're being specifically targeted, uh, and it is genocidal policies being enacted. Okay, and you have conservatives that are saying that is insane. Also, we're going to take your guns away. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, there's nothing to fear. You're in no position to, you know, you're not going to now hand over your gun. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to genocide you. Now give me your gun. Yeah. Right. Like what fucking optics blunder uh, that is. Like, yeah, that is it's just, terrible. I can't, I don't understand how, if you're conservative, you can't see that. Like, how can you not like see that? Okay. You're, you know, creating this self-fulfilling prophecy where you're. You're going to cause these people more anxiety, and yep. the, the likelihood that another one of these horrible tragedies will happen is higher. Because you're feeding into it. Like This is the thing. Yeah. I, I don't want to, again, I want to be very clear. I, I, there are no excuses for the actions of... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, yeah, yeah. But, but, I'm going to say but like an asshole. But... You also can't pretend as though this kind of thing weren't inevitable, given the current climate, given the way that the that the um, that the culture war has gone. You cannot mm-hmm. pretend that this kind of thing was not inevitable. I mean, it, you just can't. It, it it was going to happen. And right. and that's why my initial response to it was like, of course it happened like this. Of course it was this. Um, because it, you cannot... This is the thing that bothers me with culture warriors in general. Is like, 
your 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 position is that you are fighting a culture war. That's a war. Right. You are waging a war. What do you think that means? <laughs> right. And and and, and uh, so I just find it um I'm I'm a little flabbergasted by those on the right who are shocked that this happened at all. Um, oh, right. I should say those culture warriors on the right who are shocked that this happened at all. It's like, no, no, dude, you've been driving toward this. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, the the response in general uh, from people. Oh, God, I, I, I saw something that just infuriated me, too. So, you know, I, I think it was, uh, was it, uh, what's the, the Giffords group uh, who's always trying to take away guns? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, um, I believe Moms Demand God. Action is involved with Giffords. Is that Moms? And then I think okay, there's uh, just an organization named Giffords. It, okay, so I think it might have been Giffords. Um, they were they. So after the right came out and said, "Yeah, we need to disarm trans people," uh, these people in lockstep on the left, these anti-gunners on the left, said, "Yes, absolutely, we need to protect." Trans <laughs> oh my god! I am just like, uh, like you know, you know the meme where. It's like, I think it's a Stone Toss meme, actually. It is a Stone Toss, yeah, it's a Stone Toss comic. (laughs) And on one side, you know, you have have just people who are, like, polar opposites, but they're tugging on the same side, and they're like, what is going on right now? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a Stone Toss meme. Uh, A Stone Toss comic, the the tug-of-war comic. It's uh, (laughs) a... Horseshoe theory uh, takes another victim. <laughs> yes, it really does. This is the thing too that I, I, I let me. I, we should also address this because this is an argument I've seen a lot, and I've seen it a lot in your mentions. Um, mm-hmm. the argument that, but this is a subset of people that have a forty-one percent suicide rate, so we should take their guns away. Oh my god. Well <laughs> for one, uh, you know, so I've never looked into that statistic. I actually don't know how accurate it actually is or like, I would know, what I would presume I would I'll presume that it's accurate. I would just assume I'll, it's accurate. So I don't yeah, I don't know, but for the sake of this discussion, I'll I'll just assume it's accurate. Uh you know, fair enough. Um yeah, even then no. You don't get to take away people's guns because they might use it on themselves. The reason uh, that I not- the reason that I say that, the reason that I agree with you mm-hmm. on that is because that is the exact same argument that people have been making with regard to the gun death rates. The the gun right. death rate yeah. is the, the the suicides that are it's part not, of the yeah, gun it's death not rate. Just murder in the gun death rate, right? <laughs> and people have always argued, especially people on the right, have always argued. Well, I mean, that includes suicides too. So you got to cut those out, and then you got to cut out. Oh, okay. Fine, I agree with you. We should cut those out. Yeah. They don't count. But yeah. <laughs> why do they count here, though? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is often where, like, you know what I mean? Where you can always see that. Uh, I think it was Robert Heinlein who said, like, um, human beings are not rational actors; they're rationalizing actors. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you have this sort of like. Uh, for, I, I, I don't want to say all people, but certainly a lot of people, how it manifests is that they'll have some type of instinct, right, um, towards what they want to see a a certain policy. And then they'll come up with bad, you know, retroactive justifications for it. 
uh, right. afterwards. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter like if they're sound or not, as long as they can give it at least support to the policy, then they're fine with it. And when that doesn't work, they'll move on to some other thing. It doesn't really matter like uh, whether it, it it's actually contradictory or not. Uh, it, yeah, it just doesn't matter to them. Yeah, yeah. It it, it it that argument I find to be hollow. Yeah, yeah. Because it, a suicide it, it, definitionally like, is hurting no one else. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. And also, if if we're going to go down the well, you know, these people have a high risk of suicide. Okay. What what about restricting food from people who have high risks of heart attack? Yeah. Certain types of food. What if we're going to go down this road? There seems like a pretty big Pandora's box now. Why don't we go restrict a bunch of things that may negatively impact person, even when it's them doing it to themselves? Uh, you know, there's a whole litany of, of uh, uh, policy proposals we could, uh, you know, just come up with on the fly that could aim to restrict certain people's actions and would harm themselves. You know, we could do this forever. Um, <laughs> uh, but something tells me that a lot of people on the would when you put it in terms, they wouldn't, they'd be like uh, um, squeamish around, uh, oh, around sure. that type of discussion. Or have ex- or have or argued I mean, against it, uh, or have argued right. against it themselves, like the very thing. Exactly. Right. I, I I just I, I find the response to this to have been disheartening. I find the response to it to have been disheartening, not and just not just from the culture warriors on the right, but also from the people on the yeah. left who want to turn this into the story of a trans person who was pushed to the brink, and it's like, oh yeah, the. No, the, yeah, those people are also just fucking insane. Like they're like I I don't even like the they're like the people who are like oh well you know the people who are almost trying to justify it. I mm-hmm. I just I think they're just too far gone for me to even have a discussion with. It's it's be, you know it is I mean? insane. Like, <laughs> it is yeah. it is it is bug nutty that you would try to use a culture war to justify this particular act here's the thing if this person had shot up let's say they shot up the florida uh the the the, <laughs> the florida congress pulse? right oh yeah no not pulse if, if they had shot up the the, the congress in florida right mm-hmm. or in texas i might be more amenable to that argument I might be more amenable to the argument that, like, well, this is a trans person who was pushed to the brink by the political climate. I, I might actually accept that if they shot lawmakers. Right. But I mean, what nine-year-old fucking matters in the culture war, man? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, if you're a person, uh, let's say you're some, like, left-winger, and you want to, like, you f- here's the thing about individualism, right? Is that individual individualism means you don't have to defend shitty people? Right. That's that's one of the props of individualism. In fact, you can think you can fully believe that most trans people are, uh, you know, are just are not murderers. Uh, you know, they don't deserve any political policy directed towards them. And the person who shot up those kids is a fucking monster. You can believe both of those without contradiction. And it, it works. It just works. Because it's all uh, based it's, it's, on <laughs> the, the person themselves and their yes. issues, their motivations, the fact that they are fucking evil, like their own thing. Because yes. there's a number of trans people that haven't shot up a Christian school. 
Right. So like, what's right. your, so, so what do you say then about them? Exactly. What are they ticking time well, bombs? Exactly. That, so here's, the, here's another argument. Kind of goes into the whole thing. Uh, where it's like, well, uh, these people have the capacity for violence. Yeah, no shit. So does every person. So do fucking I, dude. Like, <laughs> like, right. Like every person has a capacity for violence. And if you want to say that, well, these people could commit violence in the future. Congratulations, you are an unbelievable tyrant, and you are endorsing pre-crime. Uh, yes, and, you know you are. You are doing the minority. You're, that's what you're doing. Well, it's not just that, but if you're such a fucking staunch gun rights activist, if you think that we have the Second Amendment so we can fight a tyrannical government, guess what? You must have the capacity for violence. Right. You must. Exactly. That is implicit in the belief itself. Yes. <laughs> so that that yeah. argument itself is just look. Honestly, the the people with the people who say, "Well, they're mentally ill," their argument's better. <laughs> right. Even the mentally ill argument, it's still based on they have a capacity for violence and they right. do violence. You know what I mean? That that, that argument is still uh, oh sure, it falls apart. Sorry, yeah. but but it's oh god, yeah, that is just so enraging to me. Because if that is your standard for people, if you want to consider people who have the capacity to be dangerous as dangerous, then we might as well just throw the whole rights game in the garbage. Oh yeah, no, like, yeah. Lock it's over. Every single person up. And get it over with. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Yeah. Are trans people, okay, as a, as a group, a collective, trans people, are trans people your enemies? No. No, they're not mine either. I just, despite everything no, that no, I've no. said thus far, and, and I, I was specifically, I was very honest about my view of trans activism in order to sort of get to this idea, which is that trans people are not my enemies. I don't, I don't, I don't care. You live your life how you mm-hmm. want to live your life. I'm, I'm against the yeah. idea that you're going to convince kids to go on HRT when they shouldn't. I'm right. against the idea that you're gonna, you know, some of the drag queen story hour stuff and things like that. Yeah, kids shouldn't be exposed to some of that. I, I believe mm-hmm. that. But trans people are not my enemies. I don't see them as my right. enemies. There are many trans people, especially trans anarchists, who are my allies. <laughs> oh god, that that's another thing I want to bring up too for a second. Um, before we get on to the other topic. I, I should I should uh, specify. I ask that because that's one of the retorts that these people yeah. have is that why do you want your enemies to be armed? Oh, uh, yeah, it's like, well, they're, they're not. They're not my enemies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. What like, do you mean? Uh, <laughs> and if you're asking me that, if, if, I, if you're trying to convince me that, I, that my enemies should not be armed, uh, then... Yeah. Okay. If we're going to like make what if if by enemies they mean any align with us politically, then we would be advocating taking the right and the left guns. Well, the left. Yes. Yeah. 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 Anyone who anyone who makes that argument, anyone who makes that argument, I think their guns should be taken. That's me not wanting my enemies to be armed. Exactly. Yes. So so by their own standard. We should be advocating taking their guns uh, by their own standard. That's 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 what it's weird that they want. Weird that they want us to convince us of that. You know what I mean? They want 
us to be convinced that our enemy should be disarmed when they are our enemy. Yeah! <laughs> Strange! <laughs> Weird. Um, but, no, sorry. Uh, um, something uh, uh, you said, uh, which is, like, I, so some people, I, I, I follow uh, some, like, trans anarchists on um, on, on Twitter, yeah, and a, a lot right. of them have been posting, like, uh, you know, uh, come and take it type things with their guns. Like, you will not disarm me. Uh, under any circumstances as they should good on them as they absolutely should and the some people on the right have clutched their pearls so hard uh that oh my god this is a threat of violence what do they think it means the fucking flag with the cannon on it that says come and fucking take it what do they think that means means. that's mean it's a request (laughs) (laughs) it's not to them, when they put it, when they have come and take it and the uh, thin blue line, it's like, yeah, please, officer, they're over here. Come take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they want you to do them a favor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now, dude, uh, it's so enraging because after, look, look, this is like, yeah, so I, I don't remember who it was, but there was a time when I think, uh, wasn't it uh, Thomas Massey, his family like posed uh, with their ARs or whatever? Yep. Christmas photo, yes, and sir. the left was like, you know, uh, I think it was at, like, I think it was shortly after school shooting, uh, sometime shortly after, and the left well, lost. As a day shortly after oh. school shooting in the U.S. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and this happens all the time too on the right, and good for the right too. Right? Yeah, like, absolutely, uh, good on. Yeah, like when you have people trying to take your guns away, and you and you pose, and now look, I saw some people saying, "Oh, well, this is just posturing." It's like, sure, but people posture that's what people do it's like sometimes if you're you know if you're an animal or something and you feel like you're gonna be attacked you want to scare away the other animal even if you yourself cannot actually eat them you know what i mean yeah so yeah it's posturing sure but it's good it's not bad this is what they should this is a good you know this is um, what free people so, should do it's like yeah i mean I, there's yes. a reason the, the the there's a reason that the, the i made a flag not long ago um, with, it was the, it was a, uh, it was a file, like the, the windows, I feel like I have to explain this for the Gen Z audience, the windows file <laughs> folder icon with come and make it above it. Um, because you know, 3D pretty guns and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, I, I'm, 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 <clears throat> there is no, there is no way I, my position is that there is no way that you can disarm any population anymore, so long as they are sufficiently advanced as a as a uh, as a culture, right? That they have mm-hmm. access to consistent electricity <laughs> and can run a two hundred dollar three D printer. You cannot disarm any population. Right. Um, and and, I mean, and you can take their guns away, but you can't disarm them wholly. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's a good that thing. That is a good right. thing. And yes. so my, my every time I see people um, making that argument, that argument about why would you want to arm your enemies, my first thought is, who's my enemy? Right. Because I do have, look, they're, they're absolutely, I consider, I would consider myself an ideological or at least a social enemy of the, of the, what I've been calling through this show, the trans activists, right? Who would uh, like to have an outsized group of kids on HRT and all this other stuff. Like, I, I, yeah, I do consider those people my ideological or social enemies to some extent. But there are two problems 
that arise when you start talking about disarming your enemies. Mm -hmm. One of those is, how do you differentiate? I mean, just on a purely practical level, forgetting ethics. How do you differentiate between someone who is your enemy and someone who just wants to live their goddamn life? Right. And secondly, and on a more sort of ethical level, how can you justify disarming people because you suspect they are your enemy? Because most people that I have spoken to, even if I disagree with them on certain things, um, most people that I have spoken to, I agree with on most things. People should broadly be left the fuck alone. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And most people tend to think that. So what even is my enemy, really? When we drill down to it, what's my enemy look like? Well, it's not any given, any, it's not any given trans person. Because there are many trans people who are my allies. There's a shit ton of trans activists, people who are like anarcho-individualists or, or, or mutualists. Um, Mm -hmm. I should have said trans anarchists. I didn't, I didn't mean to say activists. I'm trying to keep that its own definition for the purposes of the show. Um, people who are trans anarchists who are either mutualists or individualists or, or, or Mm -hmm. even, even a little further left than that, who I consider to be allies. Yeah. Because our enemy is the state. I, I I think a lot of people underappreciate like how many like uh like you know compared to like you know it's a trans people are a relatively small group but the amount of trans people who are also into three D printing is relatively high for the for the percentage of uh, of their size do you know what I mean oh yeah uh, it's you, you see them a lot in like three D gun spaces so uh, it's the, yeah like when you want to say that oh well they're our enemies what are you talking about. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean them? What do you when you say when you whenever someone says they are our enemy, be specific. What are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Yeah, I have a pretty good idea of who my enemies are, and it doesn't include anyone who happens to be trans. Like that's not that's not on the right. list. There might be particular trans people right. who I disagree with. There might be particular trans people who I do consider to be ideological enemies, but that doesn't mean and, and like, it extends to the whole group. And for a lot of these people, when they have certain enemies, uh, right, they'll say that, uh, you know, this person is our enemy. For a lot of people on the right, they don't justify it based on any type of, like, it's a sort of, like, more particularism, which means that, like, um, um, uh, they divvy up uh, the world into friend-enemy distinctions. You broke up a little bit. Did you say moral particularism? Enemy is essentially, like... Oh, sorry. Uh, let me... No, you're fine. You're fine. Did you say moral oh, particularism moral pati- or... Moral particularism. Okay. Yes. Yes, moral particularism. Where they uh, divvy up the world into a, 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 um, essentially friend versus enemy. But the, how they distinguish friend versus enemy is often almost down to tribalistic um, um, designations, right? So right. Like, you know, my friends are my tribe. However you define that with close family, your community, whatever, and anyone opposed to that is my, or anyone who is not that is my enemy, I should say. Um, It's a, the tribalism, I did want to, I did want to point out, the tribalism that I see on the right seems to be rooted in this idea that um, people who believe like I do, ideologically, are my friends. And there's, there's a weird short-sightedness to that, where it's like, what you're building there 
is a coalition of no one, ultimately. As you drill down right. on things, you're going to find disagreements with people that, that are... And, but also, on the other side of that, just because you, you agree with them on certain like political policy, it doesn't right. mean they're going to be your friend anyway. You know what I mean? Right! So it, it, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make them your ally just because you think the same way politically. Um, right. There are people, I mean, uh, I've had arguments with people who are anarchists and stuff like that, who I think are wrong yes. about shit, but it's like, yes. there's no, but there's no, that doesn't mean that at a certain point, at a certain point, I think the right is going to have to accept that the friend enemy distinction and and maybe here's the thing. Maybe 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 we give you and I outsized influence because we see it so often. Maybe we give outsized influence to the reactionary right as the right. I'm sure. I'm sure we do because like obviously we're online and because of that the amount of like people who are reactionary right-wingers is increased in our like area but it's not uh, it's not increased necessarily in totality you know what i mean it's right. not right like, uh you, you, i i'm not going to find a reactionary right-winger walking down the street or my chances are going to be much lower than as opposed to finding them on online i agree i would i would contend that most people who are on the right or not even most but a vast vast larger than a supermajority of people who are on the right mm-hmm. are not reactionaries. They're just middle of the road conservatives. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I agree. Although I do think that there has been a certain shift towards a, a more reactionary by standard media. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I like, think so. I, I but I think, I think that too. also, I think, uh, I think that's also the people who are the most vocal because there's a, I, I think there's a I lot agree, of people. I think there's a lot of people who are on the right who, if you were to talk to them, actually talk to them. And by that, I mean regular fucking folks, right? These aren't, these aren't people with an audience. These are people who get up every day and go to work, um, who are on quote on the right, who, if you sat down, people who get up at like 3am and read bronze age pervert, uh, (laughs) they're not those people. If you were to sit down and ask them like, how would you feel if your son were gay? They would say, mm-hmm. "Eh, okay. I'm not. I'm not the right. biggest fan of it, but he's my son. What am I gonna do? You know what I mean? I think. I think most mm-hmm. people quote on the right are like that. You know what I mean? Which is. Which is. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think that's as much as you can ask from some people, you know, <laughs> where it's like, yeah, I wouldn't be the sure. biggest fan in the world, but he's my son. What am I going to do? I love him. You know what I mean? Like that, that to me is enough, right. you know, no, I, I agree. I think the, I, I agree. That is the, uh, right now that is currently true. I think the worry comes in where uh, it's like, well, that's true. Now, how far do we have to scratch this person to until they become reaction? You know what I mean? See, because, I'm like, not. You know, it's always that old. No one is immune propaganda. I, yeah, I agree with you. Except that I'm not that concerned about that individual. I think we see it slightly differently there, where I'm not as concerned oh, about okay. that individual as I am about the outsized vocal minority of reactionaries who. Um, oh, I agree. I, 
they're the the oversight or yeah the oversized minority uh they're much more dangerous i 100% that's that's what i'm saying like i'm i'm concerned about them getting some sort of political capital or or social capital yes. such that even if a majority of people are just middle of the road conservatives uh, even if a majority of people are that um th- the outsized vocalizations of the reactionary right will cause a sort of reactionary movement. Because again, how many times have we said, you and I both have probably made this argument, uh, I should speak for myself, but I'm sure you've made it as well, that you only need like 10% of people for a revolution. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You only need like 10 or 15%. Yeah. If you look at the Revolutionary War, the the percentages were very low, 10% or under. Uh, right. for how many people actually supported uh, the revolution or did anything for it. So my concern is more that if you get 10% or 15% of the right to start mm-hmm. thinking in reactionary ways to be very vocal, they could end up representing the right, even if most people who are quote-unquote on the right are those reasonable people I was describing earlier. No, yes, I agree. I 100% agree. With That's that, yeah. my concern. I, I I'm not really so concerned about the individual yeah. guy who's a reasonable guy on the right. I'm more concerned about right. the, the proportion of those individual the, uh, uh, of those of those uh, reactionaries. Agreed. Yeah. That's what worries me. And I, I, I don't see them growing. I see them getting louder. Does that make hmm. sense? Well, uh, yes. I, well, I, I do think that they're, they might not be growing in number, but they're certainly growing in voice. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, you say they're getting loud. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And that's what concerns me. Right. Is that I, I don't think there's any more people in the reactionary right than there were a year ago. Not by mm. any, not by any, at least not if you, if you really go out to like a 10,000 foot view. Not any more oh, sure. than would have churned yeah. out, you know, like as far as total numbers go. I see, I don't see the reactionary yeah, like I, I growing. Don't, I don't think it has, I don't think it has infected like normie uh, Republicans or normie, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I think it is still somewhat on the fringe, but I do think that they probably added a few more people. People, given that you, that some of their rhetoric, you know, that that was before not present, is now like somewhat on Tucker Carlson. Do you know what I mean? Not yeah. completely. Obviously, they're still like esoteric right wingers who are just like way too out there for even the mainstream. But uh, I, I think like is 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 their voice grows. I think they're going to you know incorporate a few new people in, into their ranks. Probably sure. how much like how how marginal that is, I don't know. But I certainly agree that I at this point in time, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a like an apocalyptic. Oh, you know, we've gone too far type thing. I don't think we're no. too far down that road. But my, I do, I do like, worry I though that about. they've got their ten percent, such that there can be a revolution yeah, in yeah, the yeah. right <laughs> as its own little sort of cohort, such that there could be a revolution in the right yeah. that that sort of goes that direction. I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit. Do what? Oh no no! I was just agreeing with you. Yeah yeah, yeah. I I, I do I I do, and I, I again, I've said it before. 
I'm one of the more socially conservative guys I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I do have a lot of, of socially conservative opinions. They're, they're, they exist alongside my position that, but that's not enough of a reason to take somebody's rights away. You know what I mean? Um, right. But I find that the, the, the vocal sort of nature of the of the of the reactionary right mm-hmm. and especially i mean this comes up now because it's just after this shooting that seemed to bring uh bring a lot of people out of the woodwork in that way like for example mm-hmm. you mentioned Ben Shapiro yeah and it's like, would Ben Shapiro have been making the argument that people who are mentally ill should not have guns six months ago? No. And this, that's what concerns me. The fact that this kind of short-run thinking yeah. is, is making the reactionaries more active in that way. Yeah. And this is the, I mean... It, it's very much... Go ahead. No, you go for it. No, no, no. Yeah, I wanted. I, I was more interested in what you were going to say. I, was I just, just wanted to say it, it's. Up. It's not to say that that's any different from the left. I mean, the left has been doing a very similar thing for right. forever. But yeah, it, yeah. It, you know, that's actually a really good point. People should understand that just because we're criticizing like the right does not mean we're excluding the left or vice versa. You know. People on the left have been making the same arguments about, um, I mean, for example, uh, one of the things that they attacked was right to work, right? This this idea that you shouldn't have yep. to join a union in order to work in a place. Um, mm-hmm. The left hate that. They absolutely hate that. And, and, and uh, you know, from their ideological perspective, understandably, they hate it because it undermines their entire sort of worldview. Um, right. But I, I, again, it's not the, I'm not so much concerned. I agree with the people on the right who argue that the left has all the power right now. I think they're right. I I think the people on the right who argue that in academia, in government, in the institutions, the left has all the power right now. I think they're correct. At least broadly. Mm -hmm. Maybe not state by state, but at least broadly. And I think they were right when they were making that argument when Trump was president. Hell, I mean, Trump was president and still the academics and, and everything else was still uh, uh, left-leaning sort of institutions. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with them on that. But I'm not so concerned about that because I assume that the pendulum will swing, will swing the other way. Mm-hmm. I'm more concerned about the people on the reactionary right who are out of their fucking minds <laughs> and and want to institute shit that a free country or a free society would never institute in order to get get one over on the libs. Right, exactly, yeah. It really does seem like, you know, and I mean, I'm not surprised by this, but it does, it very much seems like, yeah, just, you know, throw away any type of, any lip service to principles you might have had to own. That's what, that's what it seems. Yeah. 
And those are the Just people that worry me now. And it's not because they're yeah. not... It's not because of any... Who has power right now. That's cyclical. I'm not worried about that. What what yeah. concerns me is, what do you do when you're in charge? Yeah. Asshole. What What's your fucking speaking plan? Of speaking, also, speaking of that, I don't, I don't think we'll have... The other topic I think we're about to talk about, I think we'll have enough time to talk about this in full, but we really should talk about the TikTok bill, the restrictions, oh, or whatever. Oh, God, yes. That piece of shit. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> that really, uh, we might yeah. we might hold it back until, because um, here's the thing, yeah. I want to read that. I want to read that bill. Yeah, so let's save that for yeah. a future episode. Yeah, we should save that. But but I I do want to read it because it's a it is a goddamned mess. And the fucking again the reactionary conservatives that are all on the side of this fucking ban TikTok. Okay, great. But have you read the fucking legislation? Like, do you know what <laughs> what's actually in it? Because it's fucking horrifying. Yeah, that that so. bill is a is dude. It is it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's really bad, but just like that. I mean, speaking though, I think. Do you have anything else to say on this? Because I am. Uh, I think I'm, I feel like we've said all we can. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so too. Stop trying to take away people's guns. Just no. Yeah, and stop threatening mass murder when they pull their gun. Yeah. Yeah. Stop 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 trying to to disarm people because you don't like their lifestyle. Yeah. I I I don't I don't find that to be And ultimately you lost already. Any gun controller has already lost don't know it yet. Yeah, that's the thing too is like the same argument that I say with regard to gun grabbing liberals, right? The same argument that I make with regard mm-hmm. to you can't fucking stop us. Anyone who can afford a $200 printer can have a gun tomorrow. All of this still applies. Right. It doesn't stop applying because it's trannies this time. <laughs> <laughs> You, it's over. The gun control people have lost, regardless of the side you're on. Yeah, it's yep. done. <laughs> we should talk a little bit about uh, the other news item if we're done with with that particular topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I'm good to move on to this topic. Okay, so the indictment actually came down, which was a surprise. We talked about it on... Uh, you, was it the last episode? Out. Yeah, I think our connection's getting a little uh, buggy. Okay. Yeah, it, just a little bit. It, it, it'll smooth out here in a second. Um, I, I think... We talked about an episode or two ago, the uh, potential indictment. Yes, we did. Uh, Trump was indicted on, I believe, the, the thing I've seen is uh, 34 counts. Which I'm not sure what they are. Uh, I know the 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 actual grand jury uh, was supposed to see things regarding the Stormy Daniels hush money payout. Mm-hmm. But it, I'm not positive. 
I, I don't know for sure whether every charge has to do with that. Like, here's the thing about a grand jury, okay? Uh, I should I should say this, because there are some people who aren't aware. A grand jury is a collection of people who see evidence that the prosecutor presents. Now, the grand jury, at a grand jury, your evidence is not limited in most places by the rules of evidence, right? The things you are legally allowed to bring in in an attempt to convict a defendant at trial. Um, the rules of evidence do not apply mm -hmm. in a grand jury. The grand jury gets to see things that an actual jury in a criminal trial may not see. All the grand jury is deciding is whether there is enough evidence to bring charges and proceed to a trial. That's all the grand jury decides. The grand jury doesn't make a determination mm -hmm. as to how good the evidence is or as to whether the evidence is good enough to right. get a conviction. Basically, all the grand jury is doing right. is determining whether there's probable cause to bring charges. Right. And I've seen a lot of people not understanding that. But the but a grand jury decided that there were uh, that there was enough evidence to bring. Some people have acted like he's going crazy or something. Like, yeah, you know, that he's going to be like act. He's he's going to prison after the trial already happened. Yeah, they, they they seem to think that a grand jury indictment is a conviction, which it is not. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But, you know, it's a confusing system. Not many people know the difference between a grand jury and a trial jury. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, 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 the grand jury. Federal. Do what? Uh, uh, this was not federal, right? This was not... I'm sorry, you broke uh, a little bit. Was, was this, a federal? this was not federal. This was, no, oh, this, this is the state of New York only. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is the state of New York. Um, so they indicted Donald Trump on 34 charges that are, as far as I know, not public yet. Based on mm -hmm. evidence that will never be public because the evidence that a grand jury sees is, is not made public. And we, uh, I can't remember, what was it that we had said about this on the last show? Do you remember? Um... Well, they, we we talked about a couple different things. We were talking about how we weren't sure if this would go through. Um, we were, I think, we were talking about how um, uh, you know this might open up like other types of prosecution from other other avenues. Or yeah, if the left uh, like, or if it's perceived as the left doing this, then the right may try to do this back. You know, go after these types of things. Um, we were sort of speculating there. Is there any particular topic you were, you were thinking of? We well, no, I just wanted about? to, I, I, I was thinking about, um, the way that this kind of happened is weird. They had, they had come out and said that the, uh, the, the grand jury was actually going to be resting until, until, uh, oh shit. I can't remember what like the date was. Or something yeah. Like they were going to give them like a week or two off. And then they, they came back with an indictment on the 31st of March, which was weird. Because they had already announced that they were so going to be giving them time off. Yeah! It would have been so funny if this dropped on April Fool's Day. 
God, it really would have. But they were giving him that time off, and then uh, they they it, it came out, like you said, March thirty first. It came out that they were that they were going to indict, and so now Trump is facing thirty four charges. I think that the thing that I find interesting about this is that Republicans uh, Republicans are such an embarrassment. Um, DeSantis had tweeted that the state of Florida would not extradite. Trump to New York to face these that charges. That was interesting. Yeah. Here's the problem with that, and I and I don't know that a lot of people know this, <clears throat> but the problem with that is that, uh, first of all, there's a clause in the Constitution which specifically says that a state right. in which charges are pending against a person, if, if he's in another state and caught, he should be extradited. He must be extradited. The, the, the state of Florida doesn't have a choice mm-hmm. Under the Constitution. But even if you were to throw that aside, the U.S. Marshals can just go get him and send him to New York. And there's nothing DeSantis could do about it. So his whole statement, it reminds me of... You know that guy from T-Rex Arms, Lucas? Yes. Yes. He tweeted the other day. And this has taken us back a little bit. But yes, I do. He tweeted the yeah. other day that they would be that they would not be going out of their way to sell guns to trans people. No, no, but you have to include his actual. He said not. He said transformers. Transformers, yeah. <laughs> As if that doesn't make them sound cooler. I don't understand the, the why you would go with that as a like, <laughs> You can't even you didn't even in parentheses say derogatory. Like cuz Transformers is fucking awesome. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, but it's like uh that was always the case. Mhm. Like that's the thing. I tweeted a I tweeted a picture of my automatic I tweeted a picture of my automatic watch winder, and I said, this is about as valuable as me saying I won't go out of my way to wind my watches. Like, like this is a, like, <laughs> you were already selling to people, I mean, who are you going to say no to? Like, you're not, you're not going out of your right. way to sell to trans like, People come into your shop, and they say, let me buy a gun, and you say, okay, here's a gun. Like, that's how that transaction works. You don't go out of your way for it anyway. Right, right. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was but fucking... The whole DeSantis thing really seemed like... To me, the DeSantis thing seemed like he's trying to, like, uh, win some Trump supporters over. Yeah. Uh, by, like, acting like he's def- trying to defend them, trying to defend Trump, you know what I mean? Uh, that's what that seemed like to me. But that was what was fun to me was it was kind of, it's basically saying the same thing, which is like, Florida's not going to go, we're not going to go out of our way to extradite Trump. And it's like, you don't have to go out of your way to do it. It's going to happen anyway. Like at the very, at the, at most, the U S marshals can come in and grab him and take him to New York. What you're saying is meaningless. Right. Right, right. I just found that to be hilarious where it's just like, it's obviously meant to prey on people who don't understand how the system works. Right. Um, Absolutely. But in any case, he tweeted that out and that was funny. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so he got he got indicted on thirty four counts. We don't know exactly what they are yet. Um, there were some people who were saying, and I haven't checked the law on this, but there were people who I trust saying this, and I think they're probably right that the particular charge that would apply to lying about the use of the money on a uh, like because the the I, we should back up a little bit. This is about the hush money payments that were paid to Stormy Daniels, and that money mm, went yes. to his attorney Cohen before it went to Stormy, and then he logged it, the Trump, the company, logged it as legal expenses. And so the the issue is that, that that was fraud. That was a lie. That logging that as legal expenses was was fraudulent. And there were some people who were saying that there's a two and a half year statute of limitations on that. So how can you possibly get a charge out of that if the statute of limitations applies? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting. I, 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 if, if they don't have a, a very good reason that the statute of limitations was told, was stopped for that period of time, I, I, I don't see how they can even bring that charge, let alone 34 charges. Yeah, I did, yeah, I didn't know about the statute of limitations. It seems strange, right? Yeah, very. And again, I, I'm still uh, like, you know, uh, even if you want to take, you know, the the uh, the you know, just as it is, uh, interpretation of these events. Uh, it seems uh, like this is going to just turn him into a martyr. You know what I mean? It's going to yeah. appear as it, you know, even if you. If we want to give the highest, benefit, even if we want to give the highest benefit of the doubt that they're not targeted, it's going to appear in the eyes of his fan. Uh, so, it's totally, you you made that to, argument last year. I, I think you're absolutely right. This is absolutely going to look like a targeted, sort of politically motivated attack on him. Um, and I just don't know how it how it shakes out. I, again, thirty four charges is a lot. Right. For what we all thought this was, which was just lying basically on paperwork. And since, uh, so I don't know if you have this information, or I don't even know if we know that. Uh, will this be televised if it goes, if, like, assuming it still fully goes to trial and everything? Oh my will God. Be if the New York, I need to know. If the New York Supreme Court chooses to televise this, it will be the most uh-huh. watched thing on YouTube ever. Ever. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be, ever, yeah. <laughs> like, like, because the, this is the other thing that was, uh, I, I should say this, just for people who listen to this show, so actually, here's the thing, if you listen to this show, you are going to be smarter than a lot of people who are going to be talking about this, and you can show them up and feel really good about it. The Supreme Court in New York is the trial-level <laughs> court. That's the trial-level court, is called the Supreme Court. That's just what they named it. It doesn't make any sense, but that's just what they named it. So if you're if you're listening to this show and you see a bunch of people talking about how this went to the New York Supreme Court, you can show them up and you can say, that's the trial court, you fucking moron. <laughs> They're just like, they went to the Supreme Court. Oh, did I cut out? Yeah, you did. 
Oh, sorry. I was saying, it's like they went to the Supreme Court and they're like, hey, can we copy your work? And they're like, yeah, just don't make it look, you know, just don't make it 100% one-to-one. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. If you see people talking about how this went to the New York Supreme Court, you can make them, you can make them look stupid by pointing out that that's the trial-level court. Um, It'd be like changing my food to Archduke. Yep, uh, you know? exactly. <laughs> just like... <laughs> It doesn't make any sense to me. No other state... Uh, I shouldn't say that. There's probably mm. another state that does that. No other state that I know of does that. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's the, there's the New York... There's the Supreme Court, and then the Court of Appeals is the next court up from that. Anyway. Um, yeah, I just wanted to... I did want to take a second, though. I wanted to take just a moment to gloat because we, <laughs> you and I, thought that it was definitely possible that he was going to get indicted. Yeah. And there were a lot of people, oh, yeah. on the right especially, who were saying, no way, no fucking way he gets indicted. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't go after him. No way he gets indicted. And I want to gloat for a moment. <laughs> And point out that you and I both accepted the very real possibility that he gets indicted. Right. <laughs> like, also, the, the fact that, okay, I, and I don't know if these are the same people, so I don't know if it's a fair jab, but uh, the fact that, okay, a certain, a certain segment of the population believes that these people are always going after Donald Trump because they think he's a threat to the deep state, and also there's no way he gets indicted. That's a very weird, uh, you know... Yeah, that's a strange sort of thing, thing to believe at the same, same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I do, I, I, I do think, though, that this does open... It depends. I think there's two different ways this can go. Um, the first is that this opens a floodgate to indicting your political enemies, right? Um... Mm-hmm. I think that's a possibility, but I think there's also a possibility that the right generally sort of allows Trump to be a sacrificial lamb and says, mm-hmm. because, because the, we know that the establishment right are not huge fans of Donald Trump. So there's a possibility. And they can play it off as law and order. Yes. One hundred percent, they can play it off as like, "Look, we support the rule of law in this country, and that's why we didn't fight when Donald Trump was indicted and all this other stuff." Mm-hmm. Like they can play it off that way. Um, it'll go one of those two ways, and I think the more entertaining way is that the right decides to start indicting everybody they can on the left. Yeah, but- absolutely. I- I'm all for this race to the bottom. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's hilarious. Yes. Uh, <laughs> throw the indictments everywhere. But I think they're politically, I think they're a little too smart for that. I think politically, the way they would play it is mm-hmm. allowing Trump to be a sacrificial lamb and allowing this to go down without um, fighting back, really. Because then Trump's out of the way, the establishment right, right. gets, well, gets I, what they yeah. want. You go for it. 
Yeah, I think right in general, the best move, the best move, the right, the establishment right, is just to like pay lip service to this, have the Heritage Foundation scam some you know old ladies out to act, fight this or something, right. and then just do nothing, uh, and then just move on. <laughs> you know, yep. Uh, that that is probably like their best strategy they have. I agree with you. I think I think the establishment right lets Trump go because they don't like him anyway. Yeah. Right. And and what do they what do they stand to gain? And, and they don't have to. Right. And they don't have to be the ones to take him down, which will piss a lot of people. I mean, the the, the Trump voters will be pissed that they didn't fight for him anyway. But at least they can say, oh, they can pay lip service to it and act like they can. Sure. And, 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 and to your point, how many of those Trump voters are Trump voters, quote unquote, Trump voters enough that they won't vote for whoever the Republicans put up in the in the presidential? Exactly. I don't think any at all. It's like, yeah, who are you going to vote for? The Republicans in lip service, uh, at least supporting Trump, or the people who are in favor of Trump being, you know, indicted? Exactly. Right? It, between those two things, they're probably either going to stay home or vote for Republicans. So, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, I, uh, 100%. Um, the Republicans' best move here is to not open the can of worms and to let Trump go down. Yeah. And and uh, I don't know if that's what they'll do, but that's their best move. Absolutely. 100%. But I did, I did want to take the opportunity <laughs> to uh, to gloat a little bit over all the people who were just like, "He'll never be indicted." Yes, he yes he will. Yeah. And we were very open I, to that. I, we we were sure that was probably that was a possibility. I think I'm like my excitement level for the fact that this may be televised uh, is uh, <laughs> that would be great. I, I don't know. It would be hilarious, dude. It would be so good. Uh, that in the Chris Chan trial. I want both of those things to be televised. Oh yeah, did you see Chris Chan got out on bail? No. Yeah, Chris Chan's out. Chris Chan's yeah. <laughs> Chris Chan bonded out. He's returned to his natural habitat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I just wanted like a Werner Herzog. Oh, weird. My mic keeps coming out. I was going to say, uh, I, I want a Werner Herzog uh, documentary of him, dating, but it's just like Chris Chan's life. And yes. Now, now we see a wild Chris Chan in his natural habitat. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, he bonded out. People are people are shocked that he's out of jail. It's like, how does he even have the money to bond out? It was really, I mean, look, right. in, in Texas, <laughs> I, I should say, in Texas, you need 10% of your actual bail, whatever your cash money bail is. You need 10% of that in cash to bond out. Uh, you have to give that to the bondsman, and the bondsman will cover the rest, and then you owe the bondsman. That's the way that works. So, uh, yeah, but he was able apparently to scrape it together and get out, uh, which I'm, I'm wondering if, if Null or somebody else gave him the money for that. Uh-huh. Like if Josh Moon or, 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 or some other person who sees him as a pet, um, was able to <laughs> scrape together the cash for that. Uh-huh. But in any case, 
He's just um, out here in the wild somewhere. Yeah. Walking around. Uh, <laughs> Skulking. Another banger video. <laughs> Skulking the hills of Virginia. <laughs> All right. Well, um, looking for highlights and fun out there. <laughs> just, um, um, I wanted to ask you. So, did you want to say on the show? And I can cut this out if not. Did you want to say on the show uh, what we have lined up for next week? Oh, um, you know, because I'm very excited about it. <laughs> okay, I'll tease it because I want to. I want to make sure we're still set for next. I don't want to, you know, say something and then it turns sure. out we have to ch- do a last minute change. Or yeah, something. if we have but to I do a last minute change, the listeners will understand. Yes, uh, we. Uh, so we're planning to do an episode on Deleuze, and we may have a returning guest uh, next week. Um, and it is going to be. Uh, I I think it's going to be uh, one of my favorite episodes done i think it's gonna be so Um, fucking good because here's the thing i'll I'll tease the guest because i don't want to do because we have the way the way we have this set up i don't want to do do the deluse episode without him now at this point yes um yeah yeah, so we'll be doing uh a deluse episode next week with hunter um and if we have to if we have to reschedule or whatever That'll happen, but 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 uh, as you were saying, Ace, yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, that's the right way. Yeah, yeah. There is back to the show. We are doing the Deleuze episode again, and like going to like specific parts of Deleuze. And uh, this is something I'm very excited about because I've been a big Deleuze fan for uh, a while now, and this... I really wanted to talk about the show. Yes, these are the thing. This is the thing that um. Ace and I had a long conversation a long time ago now. Uh, it was probably... It, it had to have been... It was well over a year ago at this point. It was like a year and a half, I think. Or, yeah. yeah, or, um, yeah. About Deleuze and Deleuze's general ideas uh, regarding... Well, a multitude of things. I don't want to give the give away the whole ball game, but... Um, yeah, yeah. This was a, a thing that I was very interested in, and I have yet to have read... Deleuze. And so Hunter and Ace are going to... I am going to be you, the listener. I am going to be your... um, Your sort of entree into these ideas that I find to be so fascinating and interesting and, and in the conversations that I've had with Ace, um, uh, very prescient uh, with regard to the way that things are now. And I'm very excited for this episode. I think it's going to be really, really, really fun. Um, heavy on ideas. Expect us to uh, uh, talk about weeds. Uh, yes, yes, Talkie. it will be. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm excited about if it. If you wanted to talk about trees and roots, this gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So if we have to, if we have to reschedule, we will. But that will be it right now. It's planned to be the episode for next week. If it has to be the week after or something like that, it can be. But that is coming up. It's going to be so much fun. I'm very excited for it personally. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really excited for this one. Uh, and I feel like uh, 
uh, if if time allows for it, it will probably be one of our longer episodes. I, mean, I, I can't say that. Oh yeah, but I think given the topic discussion, I feel like we'll uh, we can we can sit and chill on it for a while. Oh, Steve is going to be happy with that episode. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we must please. Uh, we, uh, if if we don't. Every time we don't record a three-hour episode, uh, some child uh, like stubs his toe on a Lego or something. Yeah, exactly. You know, steps yeah. on a Lego, and, then, and uh, yeah, and Steve becomes very uh, displeased. So we have to, you know, we have to put out uh, lengthy content for him. Yes, yes. I think that episode in particular will be very exciting for him. Um, so yeah. that said, uh, plugs, uh, Ace. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything, uh, this week. Um, maybe next week after that, I've new on my Substack. So, um, acearchist.sub, or, yeah, acearchist.substack.com and ace underscore Arcus on Twitter. That's my Twitter. Excellent. Um, and, uh, Pacing Joska on Twitter, J-O-U-S-K-A. And, uh, that's all we've got for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. Later, guys. Peace.